Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 24 in Be With Me, near the end of 2 Timothy. Today's title is, uh, Can the Lord Rescue? Subtitle, Can the Lord Rescue Me? Can the Lord Bring Me Safely Through? We're talking about the end of Paul's life. He asked the question yesterday is, hey, who stands with me? And he answers that by saying, the Lord stood with me. The Lord strengthened me. And we found that the best way uh, to have God stand with you at the end is to stand with him before the end. That is to stand for him before the end. So speaking of the end and speaking of Paul's end, may I remind you of what he said in verses 6 through 8 of chapter 4. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Therefore, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. So Paul is on his way out. He's being poured out. The time of his departure has come. There's this crown of righteousness waiting in heaven. And then today's verse. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. This is verse 17. 17 is yesterday. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued. I was rescued from the lion's mouth. And then verse 18, today's verse. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever. So we're asking, can the Lord rescue? Can he bring safely? Is that in his bailiwick? And then the personal question and we'll eventually get through is, can the Lord rescue me? Does Do I have faith that he brings me safely through? So Paul's saying here is, hey, I was already rescued from the lion's mouth. And then kind of a future tense, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed. Even though he's going to go through a pretty dramatic evil deed. Uh, How can the Lord, so here's kind of the, the tension, is how can the Lord rescue me on one hand? And on the other hand, the time of my departure is here. Evil is here. Going to be executed by Nero here in a little bit. How could both of these things be true? And I'm going to going to talk about two ways that are that we are limited. We are limited in view of our sense of time. So he's going to be killed by Nero, and if our if our time view stops, then we say, well, that's it. It's kaput. He's lost. What if a person dies of cancer, has a miscarriage, or gets sick? Uh, but what what Paul uh, Paul is is saying to Timothy is, hey, I died and I was rescued. So can we be sick and suffer and be rescued? The answer is yes. So there's more here than meets our eyes, or at least our eyes upon our watches as we look at timing. So the timing apparently does not end with our death and suffering. There's more to the timing than at the, at the moment of our suffering or the, at the moment of our death. So we have a limited view in our sense of time. Secondly is a limited view on the knowledge of what the rescue means and what is the mechanics of the rescue, how he does it. The way I, I found myself saying this is that the Lord uh, is moving spiritual furniture that, that, number one, we can't lift, and number two, we're not even aware of it. So 
to do the activities of being the, the savior and the rescuer, he's got to knock a few things down, spiritual forces of evil and death. And um, he's got to lock a few things away in divine forgetfulness. So I don't even know all the divine activities that I am relying upon in rescue. But I know I don't quite understand all the timing and I don't quite understand all his activities, the mechanics and how he's doing it. So those are the two things that are limited. So in summary, there's this tension. The reality is that the Lord rescues from evil despite allowing evil. So the Lord does allow evil. He allows Nero. He allows this Roman Empire. He allows this jailing. He allows the the execution. Just like for us, he allows... He says, Paul, he's even cold and he's lonely um, and things for us, cancer, relational disappointment, divorce, infidelity, crime, all those things are allowed. The two, many, two remaining questions is, when is this rescue? It's coming. You know, Paul is saying part of the rescue has already come and part of it is something I don't quite see yet. So how is the how part of it? I don't pretend to know the mechanics of grace, the mechanics of mercy, the mechanics of sinfulness. How does he put our sin behind his back? How does he move these massive pieces of spiritual furniture? Uh, first and Second Peter talk about this. In Second Peter, he says he preserved Noah. He preserved Lot. Uh, in this milieu of terrible, lawless, uh, immoral deeds. And the, the, the line there in Second Peter 2, 9 is, the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. And then in First Peter 3, 5, eight persons were brought safely through. So the big question is, can the Lord rescue? I'm talking about this in, in theory for, and for other people. The answer is yes. Can he bring me safely through? Yeah, yes. And do you fully understand his timing? No, I don't. Do you fully understand his mechanics? No. All right, back to the things we do understand. Can the Lord rescue? Yes. Can the Lord bring us safely through? Yes. So the great thing about aging is the reality of these questions becomes clear and clear. When you're in 30s, there's babies and 401ks and homework and brakes on the car. But but as you get older and older, like Paul is here, near your death, is the big questions are, can he rescue? Is the Lord capable of this? Can he bring safely through? Yes. And then the, the personal question is, step one, know the Lord is a rescuer and know, know that he is a, a, a savior. And then step two is to know it for me. Do I believe, do I have faith that the Lord can rescue me? Do I have faith that the Lord can bring me safely through? Join me in that faith today. Thanks for listening.